listening to the Carl Jackson Podcast. Welcome to this special edition of the Carl Jackson Podcast. I really, really, really um, debated about doing this one because I, I normally don't talk about uh, what's in the news because that's not what this podcast is about. But it's getting out of hand uh, what's happening this week. And I felt like I needed to address a couple things and um, I needed to get some stuff off my chest because the issue we're dealing with right now is bigger than what we see. R. Kelly, Michael Jackson um, has been in the news and they're both being plastered all over television, the internet, our cell phones, our iPads. But it's for a reason. And I think that if we don't start realizing how much our emotions, how much our our will, our spirits is being manipulated, we're in for some serious, serious drama happening in the future. Um, I watched the four hours um, documentary on Michael Jackson, and I watched a lot of the R. Kelly documentary last month, but I just didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing in, in its entirety because I, I, I kind of started to get what was going on. But I did watch the Michael Jackson one because it was a little different um, scenario. Michael Jackson was acquitted um, and basically the first child, yes, he did pay off, but it's on record that the son um, admitted that the stories were made up. But then he had a second trial. Michael Jackson had a second trial, and he um, won that case as well. All 10 counts dismissed, not guilty. So I wanted to watch the Michael Jackson one because I felt like in its entirety, because I, I wanted to see if there was any connection to, you know, the stories we've been hearing pretty much practically his whole career from, well, not his whole career, but his whole adult life after Thriller and after the bad record um, in the late 80s, early 90s, until he died, it was all about him and child molestation. So I wanted to know, you know, I wanted to really get some 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 clarity on 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 what these guys were saying. And the first thing I noticed was how these two guys both have said it never happened. And now all of a sudden they're saying that it that it did happen. Um, and they wait to after Michael Jackson is dead. And so for me, you know, I was always raised to believe that if someone says or if someone lies, 
the first time, then you can never believe anything else they say. I don't think that's entirely true, but I think there is some validity validity to that statement. Um, And so to see these guys basically come out of the woodworks after years of saying it never happened and then say it happened. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe them. It just doesn't it just wasn't adding up. But I watched it. And after watching it, I totally felt even more so that this was all a plot. I don't believe the guys. Uh, I did believe them at first until I saw the documentary. Um, but sometimes it's best not to talk to, to smart people because smart people can pick up on things that the average person just doesn't pick up on. My BS meter just went off the chart. For one, I noticed how the families, the moms, the, the dads, the families were so connected to Michael. And I think what we fail to realize is that when you're, no one's been as famous as Michael Jackson ever in the history of fame, except for maybe a president or a king. Uh, so in terms of, you know, our society, in terms of this century, I, I have to say, I think Michael probably was the, the, the most famous person on the earth of all times at least in this century. Um, and so when you have someone like that who's famous, you know, the first thing they want to do is find people they can confide in. And I think what happened was because this guy, both of these guys were admirers of his work. Uh, both of these boys were working and hoping that Michael would help them have a career. The fact that the commercial, uh, Pepsi commercial, you know, he met the the boy on the Pepsi commercial, the one guy he met on the Pepsi commercial, which I do remember that commercial, by the way. They played it religiously when I was a kid. Um, when you put all those elements together, you really start to realize very quickly that these were people or boys who just inspired, aspired to be in the industry. And one thing I've learned about celebrities is they have a set of friends they hang out with, and then sometimes they change out their circles of friends because they have their immediate friends and then they have their immediate acquaintances that they hang out with. But it changes. I mean, they're famous. They got plenty of friends to choose from. They make promises sometimes that they don't keep. You know, they say they're going to help you or they say this and say that, but then, you know, unfortunately, they can't help everybody because they're, they're trying to keep their career on track. And meanwhile, people are still you know, it's taken from them and wanting things from them. So it can be very complicated. And I think what happened was the the families didn't get what they wanted. And so now that the man is dead and no one can come after them really, or he can't defend himself, they're, they're taking a check under the table and they're basically lying. And the question one would ask me is why would they lie? And I think the reasons why they're lying is because there's a bigger plot at play here. Who's trying to say that three times? Plot at play. Um, there's a bigger plot at play here. And, and that's there's two things. They're, a, they're trying to normalize pedophilia. And two, 
they're trying to de destroy credibility so that when martial law comes into play, you won't have anyone that will fight or defend truth. Just think about it. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, we were able to clearly see that Michael and R. Kelly were set up. Let's just say that was definitely a possibility. Well, the problem is they've now put it out there that that they are guilty in public opinion. So no matter what is said at this point, we already believe, or at least most people that can't see through the BS, they already believe that these guys are guilty. They already believe it. So it doesn't matter what evidence you could come up with right now. It wouldn't matter. Once it's been out there and embedded in people's minds to believe a certain thing, they just believe it. They just believe it. And that's scary. That means that we are entering a time where it doesn't matter about truth. It doesn't matter what's right. It doesn't matter what is considered morality or a morality compass or law even. I mean, just take under consideration our president who's been able to basically say anything and no one's done anything about it. Um, the Jesse Smollett situation where, you know, he said there was a crime committed and then we find out possibly there was not a crime committed. We don't know. That's the point. We don't know. And credibility comes into question. So that means it's going to be harder for people to report crimes. It's going to be harder for people to be believed. Our democracy is being destroyed daily. If you're not smart enough to see through it, then <laughs> it's too late for you. You've been manipulated into thinking whatever they want you to think. For 20 years, they had us thinking that R. Kelly was not guilty and acquitted and that possibly he slept with Aaliyah or married. Well, not possibly. He did say that they married and, you know, it's a known fact. But the point is, because of that one incident, now we're able to say or we're able to think easily that he did this to thousands of other girls. And it just may simply not be true. Picture this. I have control over what you think because I control the, the phone you have. I control the company that puts out content, Netflix, Yahoo, pick one, CBS, NBC. I control the narrative of how your life is going to go because I have my hands in Washington, in politics. If I have this much power, if I have this much influence, how could I not control what you think? How could I not control how you see things? How could I not control the narrative? Didn't you all not realize that everybody they came out for, came against or went after were all men? Yet they're still praising 
They're praising gay men. And I have nothing against gay people. Don't hear what I'm saying. I'm saying, isn't it ironic that Caitlyn Jenner, they started with Caitlyn Jenner. They made that a whole thing, gave her an award for basically coming out in a dress saying that she's a now a woman who used to be a man. And then months later, what happens? They go after, after everybody from Harvey Weinstein to Bill Cosby. And let me say this. It's not a color thing. It's a man versus woman thing. It's a control thing. If they can take away the power of a man, then they can manipulate everybody else. Women are very easily influenced. They can be manipulated through emotion, and they know this. So that's why they're promoting women right now. They're promoting gay men and gay rights, and they're stripping all straight men of their power. That's what they're doing right now. Why are they using R. Kelly and Michael Jackson? Well, let's just be honest. Who Who's a bigger celebrity in music than Michael Jackson and R. Kelly? I don't really think it was a color thing. I mean, to a certain degree it is because they got Oprah and Gail, who I'll talk about in a minute. They got Oprah and Gail to be the, the poster child for destroying these two black men because America trusts Gail and Oprah. But... It's not a color thing as much as it's a it's a control thing. It's a gender thing. And if we the people don't wake up and learn how to not be manipulated, if we if we the people don't turn off the television, turn off the radio, turn off our our, our podcast, turn off our phones and really connect to source, connect to God, we're in serious trouble. They're manipulating everything, our food, the weather, and now our information. People, it's time to wake up. It's time to stop buying into this. I don't know if R. Kelly and Michael Jackson are innocent. To tell you the truth, my personal belief is where there's smoke, there's fire. So that means that (laughs) there might be some truth to all of it. Maybe they have dabbled into some things. But one thing I know about Hollywood, they're not the only one. They learn that mess from being in the industry. I'd say 90% of the people in the industry, in Hollywood, the Hollywood industry and the political industry, have a secret life that if you knew about it, you would literally faint. You would be flabbergasted. You would probably not even want to ever turn on a television or or see anything on the news if you knew the people that you like, that you look up to, if you knew about their secret lives. So it's not uncommon to hear this kind of stuff at least to me because I've heard this I've heard this kind of stuff for years in terms of just people in general just in the industry even in and it doesn't matter what industry really just entertainment law, law enforcement I mean pick an industry it doesn't matter pick a career there's always going to be good and bad in everything and because our society is so corrupt It's probably more bad than good right now. That's why we need the good people, 
the people with light. We need them to arise and start speaking up. And that's why I'm speaking up. People think I'm defending R. Kelly and I'm defending Michael Jackson. I'm not defending them as much as I'm defending their right to be treated fair. The image and the things that are being said, it's not all true. It's just, it, 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 it's impossible for it to be all true. It's impossible for it to be all true. There's no way those women that are accusing R. Kelly are 100% telling the truth. There is no way that the guys or kids that have lied about Michael Jackson were 100% telling the truth. There's just, that's impossible. It's impossible to believe that they are all telling the truth. All the women that talked about Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, it's, it's, it's impossible for them to be 100% accurate in telling the truth. That would be impossible. That's not even believable. That's why I believe that there is some truth to it, but the victims are not completely telling the truth. How many times have we heard of stories where women literally, and men, but more so women, have made rape charges against people who have been to jail and are in jail right now, and they were falsely accused? How many times have you seen people tell a piece of truth and take it and then stretch it to make it more than what it is? They exaggerate. We call it in film satire. How many times have we seen that? How many times have we heard of those stories? There are countless of stories. You don't think they won't do that to celebrities? You don't think they would do that to create what they're trying to create, which is they want to bring in martial law, and the only way they can do it is to destroy the ability to uphold the law, to defend it? Why do we keep saying that we're living in a a country where we should we're supposed to trust the 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 system, the court system that defend that's supposed to defend us, but yet when it says not guilty, when it says something we don't want to believe, all of a sudden we we question it? It doesn't make sense. Michael Jackson was found not guilty. R. Kelly was found not guilty. I don't know about the new charges with R. Kelly. I don't know about the new charges. I can't speak on that. But, and I believe that, you know, clearly he slept with women. Did he, were some of them younger? Well, we know at least of Aaliyah. But he married Aaliyah too. You know, people forget to talk about that. People forget that Michael Jackson denied ever sleeping with any child when he was alive. He continuously denied it. People forget that. So how is it that two white boys out of nowhere can just come up and do a documentary on HBO and all of a sudden they're to believe they're, they are to be believed and Michael Jackson is not to be believed. It just doesn't make sense. Why are we supposed to believe all the girls and all the women just because someone told us to believe in this Me Too movement 
They set they set us up to say, believe them, believe the victims. And then all of a sudden they come up with these bogus stories. How? And you, you can't you just can't see through that. Are you serious, guys? You can't see through that. It just does not add up. And if you're going to if you can be this manipulated over stories that have nothing to do with your day to day life, then what do you think they got planned for you dummies in the next five to ten years? What do you think they have planned? Have you even considered why they're doing this? Trump told you, President Trump told you, it's fake news. So if fake news is a real thing, which I do believe it is manipulated. I don't know how much of it is fake, but I do know it's manipulated. Why do you think this story, these two black guys, famous black guys, who are now being assassinated by our two most famous black females, Oprah and Gail King, Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. Why is it that all of a sudden now they are more important than human trafficking stories? The kids at the border, the water in Flint, Michigan, I just read a story where um, uh, Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith, and his mom went to Flint, Michigan and brought some uh, water filters. They're called box water filters to Flint, Michigan. Did you see that on CNN? Did you see HBO do a story on that? Did you see uh, the president say anything about that? No. He talked about Jesse Smollett, but he didn't say one word about Jaden Smith and what he's doing for Flint, Michigan right now. But let Jaden Smith commit a crime, and I guarantee you TMZ will be at his front door on his birthday talking about whatever crime he committed. We're in a dirty world right now. This system is dirty, it's messed up. And if we don't wake up and see what's going on, see how we're being manipulated, I'm afraid that the same people that are laughing and judging R. Kelly and Michael Jackson will be the same people in trouble four years from now. You're gonna be looking in the eye of judgment, a judgment that you're not prepared for, all because you couldn't see through the BS. You couldn't see the forest for the trees. You were so busy judging R. Kelly. You were so busy judging Michael Jackson. You were so busy doing the Me Too movement and then Standing for gay rights and then standing for this right and that, this, that, and the other. Everything they tell you to do. Every day they got something new they want you to think about. Or be a, a, they want you to stand up for something. Every day the news, the media, the blogs are setting you up. And you just go with it. Gullible. Just, okay, we're doing this today. All right, we're doing that today. Okay. And it's just crazy. You don't think they have 
informants on social media that want to shut your voice down. You know how many people shut me down and talk crazy to me when I speak my truth? They want to make truth look like it is stupid and ridiculous and you're insane and you're crazy because they they have an agenda. They want to they want to shut down anything that's truth. Anything. When when the movie um Girls Trips went out, I was the first to say my people, please don't fall for this. This is this is propaganda. This is hurting us. It's not helping us. And I mean, they came after me left and right. How could you say this? Why are you speaking on this movie? Blah, 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 blah. But yet, I forget what movie it was, but then there was a movie, another movie that came out that was a positive movie for black people. I wish I could remember the name of it. It was around the same time. And no one said anything. No one cared to see the movie. I think it was um, the, the Nat Turner film. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was the film that came out around that same time as well. It did nothing. It bombed at the box office. They dogged the director. They said he was a rapist. They did to him what they did to R. Kelly and what they did doing to Michael Jackson. And so no one went, went and supported the film. No one cared to see the truth. Instead, they went to go see Girl Trip. And, if, and again, correct me if anyone's listening to this and I'm wrong about um, what movie it was, but I think it was the Nat Turner film. And the reason why I remember it being Nat Turner because I think I was, I made a comment about it. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a big thing, you know. My point is we just have to wake up. We just have to wake up. It's time for us to stop allowing them to control our minds, our behaviors, our thoughts, our words. It's time for us to learn how to be independent thinkers, independent spirits that work as one when need be for something that is of a positive cause, is a positive reason, is a positive... Um, there's a positive flow to our energy. We're using our energy for good and not evil. Collectively, we're strong. Divided, we get played. And that's what's happening here. We're getting played. We're getting played. We're getting played. I thank you guys for listening. Um... I wanted to say a lot more, but I just think that, you know, I wanted to give my opinion on Oprah and Gail. And you know what? I'll end it with that. I'll I'll just go on and do it since I already said I was going to do it. I think that Oprah and Gail are doing what they're told. And they're part of the system. I fought them for... The behavior, what Oprah did on HBO with the interview, interviewing the guys without being fair in her assessments, 
was basically her way of saying that Michael was guilty and that he did those things. And I think that's wrong. Um, the same with Gail's, you know, she gets on and they, they get the ratings and they get people to watch these interviews after they've done everything to poke the bear. And then they get him on TV. He's crying. R. Kelly is crying and he's all irate because he's facing 70 years. He hasn't seen his kids. He's running out of money. And she says, Gail says, oh, yeah, um, I think he needs help. I think he's he's in denial. I think he needs counseling. I think he needs all that. I think I, 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 I. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> let's put you in the same position. Let's just say half of what. Let's say someone accused you of something and half of it was true. Maybe not all of it. Maybe not all of it. But half of it was true. And you're trying to fight for your life and at least defend yourself to the point where people can see that, okay, look, I'm bad, but I ain't this bad. Wouldn't you be just as upset, just as just as irate? If you were facing 70 years in prison for something that you know you didn't do, I would. If someone came in, came into my space and said, hey, we found out that you stole one hundred and fifty billion dollars and you're going to and you're looking at facing 20 years in prison. First thing I would say is, where's the money? <laughs> where is the money? Because I I have not been given $150 billion. And, you know, so it's not uncommon for someone to be irate if their whole life is being stripped apart and dissected. And you have nobody you can turn to. What, you, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Have, haven't we ever seen the movie Trading Places? With Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd? What happened to Dan Aykroyd? In the, the character? He turned almost violent. He turned crazy. And the whole time he was set up. They've been set they've been given us this scenario throughout history. But especially since the the invention of television and radio and now the internet. They've been manipulating us for for since before I was born, at least. So it's not uncommon how they, you know, they paint this picture. They tell us the answer, but we just have to open up our eyes and our and our our will to want to know the truth. So a character in a movie can act all right and we laugh and think it's okay and funny. But it happens in real life and now he's a liar. So according to that logic, that they should have written Trading Places where the Dan Aykroyd character just gave up and never defended himself and just said, all right, it happened to me. Woe is me. And I'll just take the bulk of it and just not fight. No, you're supposed to fight if you're innocent. And honestly, from, from just studying people in history and life, what I found out is people that are guilty, they don't really act that way. People that are guilty, usually when they get caught, their spirit kind of goes, all right, I'm caught. 
F it. Let's just deal with it. Get it over with. When you see killers that's killed their whole families and all this, they don't act like that. They don't act irate. When they get caught, they just go, all right, I'm caught. <laughs> you know, it, I, I, I tried it and didn't get away with it. And this is not to say that R. Kelly is not guilty of some of the stuff that's being said. I'm not saying that everybody's lying, but I am saying everybody ain't telling the truth. Some of the women are lying. They're just straight out lying. They've been paid to tell lies or they've been coerced into saying the things that they're saying. I believe that with Bill Cosby. I, I When the Bill Cosby trial happened, I felt the same way. I felt like some of this stuff is true, but some of this just ain't. Your spirit just, you, your spirit tells you if you connect to source, God will tell you what's true and what's not. And what I see in R. Kelly is a person who was just screwing a bunch of women, really didn't care what age, probably, like he should have. Maybe he didn't check like he should have. But he didn't really go out there and and do anything differently than most celebrities. We just don't hear about Paul McCartney stuff. Well, some of us don't hear about it. We didn't hear about Elvis' stuff. Well, some of us didn't hear about it. I heard some of the stuff. Hugh Hefner, um, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, the, the list goes on with the stuff I've heard in terms of the industry. Um, how about we don't even talk about what's the story about? Um, I forget his name, but I think he, he was in the film. Um, Christopher Christopher Walken, I think his name is, and the whole story with him. And if you read up on it, just look up Christopher Walken. And some girl who died on a boat. Weird situation. Happened in the late 70s. But um, no one talks about that. No one talks about Woody Allen. Who lets you know he sleeps with his daughter. He raised her and then married her. No one talks about Roman Polanski. No one talks about Quentin Tarantino. So we got to start thinking bigger than what we're told. We can't just let the news and the media dictate to us how we're supposed to be thinking. And for all of you who defending and saying R. Kelly is wrong and blah, 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 just remember this. Michael Jackson is wrong, blah, 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 blah. Just, just remember this. You were told that he did those things. You wasn't there. So you'll never know. Now, will you? You were told that these guys did these things. You were told it was secondhand information. The same people that tell you that the food and water you're drinking, the food you eat and the water you're drinking is healthy. The same outlets that tell you, oh yeah, take your flu shots. The same outlets that tell you that Hillary Clinton was going to win. The same outlets that told you that are the same outlets that told you that R. Kelly and Michael Jackson did these things. We only know what they tell us in the words of Bob Marley. I'm Carl Jackson. Thanks for listening.